You're implying that she's done with the book upside down. It's medical provider, so you're kind of undermining her degree in general, the fact that she is a provider writing orders to save people's lives, and she's holding a medical terminology for dummies upside down. And then the badge, the DO thing. So that's downplaying the importance of DOs and their credentials in general. But you could be highlighting so many cool things that all these providers are doing to save people's lives. And the fact that we're in the midst of a global pandemic and you have nurses, doctors, CNAs, you have so many people doing really important jobs to just battle the fact that we are dealing with this deadly virus and you're not highlighting the great work that they're doing. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the selfie show, you guys. Today is getting a little spicy over here today. We're getting a little crazy and we are getting the skinny on the scrubs and social media. But before we get into that, that clip was from my guest of the show this week, Samantha Manacero. You guys know her. She is a flight nurse, power lifter, Instagram curator, one of my nearest and dearest a former NICU nurse, and a badass with a loud mouth. She's been on this show three, four times now, and we're dropping some massive tea for you guys today. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Tori Meskin, and I'm the founder of the Nurse Tori Selfie Show, a platform dedicated to providers, innovators, journeys, and all the amazing things going on here in the healthcare space. Which brings us to today's episode. So this is actually something I decided this week I wanted to hit head on. And what I'm referring to is the Figs fiasco, a heated topic that is going on right now. And I really feel like this is something I didn't want to just let pass by. I really do want to talk about this and really my... My goal today is actually really a big picture focus. I think there's a much bigger topic that I want to talk about with you guys and actually some things that I have some consistent questions I've gotten from a lot of you anyways, but I think that this particular week and all the things that have happened circling the figs fiasco really leads into some better topics that I want to be talking about with you guys. And let's just think about it this way, okay? Think back to 10 years ago, media, advertising, TV, it it was so different than it is today. And I mean, the original social media, let's say bloggers, right? They all started in like 2007, 8, 9, and 10. And, you know, this, the whole way of media and advertising, it's all shifting, things are very rapidly changing in that way. And healthcare in social media is relatively new, right? And I'm constantly getting questions on like, how do you navigate this? How do you get into this situation? And how do you how do you get about this? So today, Sam is going to help me tackle not only the figs situation, and to sort of do a recap on some things that we felt were important to talk about. But also, we're going to be talking about some awesome tips and tricks to help you navigate this whole social media space as a healthcare provider. I'm going to be helping you understand the platforms, advertising, branding, 
And honestly, this conversation is going to take you places that I don't even think you knew was an avenue. And I feel like these are a lot of things that I always assume is common knowledge, but maybe it's not because it's it's really isn't something that we're discussing in our healthcare world. I feel like everything is still kind of like top secret, like no one's revealing all of their tips and tricks and like what they're doing. And I just feel like in the social media world, because it's so relevant to us and it is something that I'm very passionate about, but it is also something that we have to learn how to navigate because at the real core of who we are, we're all providers, whether you are a nurse, an RT, you're a doctor, a PA, an NP, you know, we're at the core of who we are, we're still providers. But I really want to support us in this new world of social media. And so this week presented itself with a very interesting topic and something that I feel we need to be talking about, which is branding, right? And how your personal brand can really be affected by external voices and messages. And so today we're going to get into it. We're going to be talking about all these things and I am going to be dropping some tips and tricks for you guys, the things that I do pushing forward in my personal experience here. And I'm really excited to get into it today. So without further ado, you guys, let's dive into the show. Guess who's back? <laughs> oh, <laughs> good, good, good. Hey, it's good. me. Shady's back. Samantha's back. back Tell her friends. Guess who's back? <laughs> she. You guys can't get rid of me. Got it again. You guys cannot get rid of me. No, 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 no. We can't. But you love it. I know. Low key. Don't act Low like key. you're not impressed. Okay. Well, this is actually kind of funny because this is the second time we're recording this. <clears throat> you know, you live and you learn. Yeah. So we recorded this and then basically, long story short, I was listening to it back and um, just not the angle. It wasn't the angle I wanted to go for. It's just I think like letting things. Okay, here's my style, right? When I really look at who I am, I really like to kind of like sit back and look at things as like a whole picture. And we let, you know, when people fire off right away, I think that's like it's like you're firing from so much emotion that it almost kind of like overclouds things that, you know, I like to see things from it's a full better picture. better to be late to the party. Yes. And have come in prepared. Totally. 100%. And kind of like here. Fashionably things, late. Fashionably late. And but <laughs> that's like how edu- I live my life. But educated on the <laughs> topic you. at hand. I'll be five minutes late to work, but I will be damn good when I get there, okay? Done. With coffee in hand. <laughs> don't judge me. If I don't have the coffee... And I'm on time. Oh. You would have rather that I had the coffee and been late. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. That's just facts. Okay. So obviously today we're going to be talking about the fig situation. It is what it is. It's current. Everyone's talking about it. We got to weigh in. Yeah, we got to weigh in. We got to is... just give our little boop yes, on it. 100%. And I think it actually, to me, I actually think it would be really unfortunate to let this go and not address it. No, because it's not only women in healthcare; it's men because of the male nurse situation in hand. It's the different providers, DO issue. So it's very multifactorial. 
Right. So it needs to be talked about. Yeah, I agree. And I actually think the the kind of interesting part about this whole conversation we're going to have today is that I actually think it opened up a conversation, a bigger conversation that we should be having. And a lot of you and I have had a lot of questions about this from my people anyways. And so I think we wanted to weigh in on all things kind of social media and healthcare because it's big, right? It's like, Th- yeah, this the is whole very just relevant. blogger world or ambassador world, affiliate, athletes, whatever sponsorship Correct. that name, spin, take they want to put on it. Right. It still all falls under the same umbrella. Right. But how everyone conducts themselves under that umbrella is very different. Right. And something I also, okay, and we we very much want to like level the playing field here. Like this is not battle of the brands. We are not here to cancel or talk about cancel culture like that's not our angle it's not where we want to come from no i'm not about that life and not to mention the fact that you know obviously there's bigger things going on in the world today like please go vote please go vote be a good human if you don't know how actually um i think it's i've i'm a voter.org you guys if you have questions like i want to drop that is a great resource for you because hey that's important those are really big things and not to say that this isn't a big thing but i actually really you know big perspective here 2020 is a year 2020 is a year there's a lot yeah so um all right do it let's hear it all right what's going so on let's go into this all right uh it was a tuesday morning <laughs> <laughs> and i woke up to a text from a friend and um, it, it basically read like, hey, have you seen this campaign that has gone viral on Twitter? To which I quickly said no, because I don't have Twitter. Ain't nobody got time. <laughs> nobody, I don't no get time for that. Cool, but... but so, OK, this is what it is. I got this video was sent to me and it was of a woman walking into a picture with the very chic figs background white clean background and this woman wearing pink figs faces the camera reading a book that reads medical terminology for dummies upside down with a do badge on tell everyone what a do is oh doctor of osteopath oh boy Okay, so, okay, this is actually, like, There are so many levels there's so to many this levels. ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do we go? Okay, so, many so there's obviously, like, low-hanging fruit on this that we're definitely going to hit, and then we're going to go into big picture, but, like, let's just hit the, like... The let's front hit and center. Yeah, front, front and center. center. It's a woman. You're implying that she's done with the book upside down. Fabulous. It's a <laughs> like, medical what? provider, so you're kind of undermining her degree in general, the fact that she is a provider writing orders to save people's lives and she's holding a medical terminology for dummies upside down right and then the badge the do thing so that's downplaying the importance of do's and their credentials in general because they are they are medical doctors 100 percent. and actually i want to say this too um mds and do's you guys are essentially interchangeable they are they attend the same residencies they attend the same fellowships i just and the fellows and attendings at our hospital are a mixture of do's and 100 percent. actually my our favorite (laughs) our favorite fellow that we worked with in the nicu yeah dan dr dan we love you dan dr dan do he was a do the best and we love him smartest 
I mean, obviously, I know great he left people us. in both professions. So rude. He's so like, rude. I love cold weather. I'm going to leave California. Yeah, like what? You don't like warm weather? I don't understand. Rude. <laughs> but... But okay, and the, here's the thing too. On in a year that DOs are being so unfairly targeted, like, yeah. So I mean, what? politics right now, COVID. We we know COVID <laughs> this <Right>. year. <laughs> yes. But then, you know, our president got COVID. Yes, we're we're not. I'm not going to go there because <laughs> if you follow my personal page, you know how I feel. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that today. Yes. But I will say that there was some people in the media coming out because Trump's. Doctor, Rachel Maddow said it. Yeah, Rachel she, Maddow doctor, said it. Doctor, he was only getting yeah. prescribed by a doctor of us. Why like, is <sighs> the why is a osteopathic doctor giving us updates on the president's healthcare status and not like a medical doctor? Right. So misunin like misinformed, so uneducated that comment to imply that a DO doesn't right. have the capability to be the president's doctor or to provide accurate information about the healthcare status or anything like that that was a huge knock at do's and right. well it's uneducated kind of, on, on not to mention the fact that you know it's really weird to me or thinking about this like this is the year 2020 was the year where literally frontline providers are losing their lives we are literally in a time where, in unprecedented times, where we started out this year as, you know, the glorified heroes, if you will. And I don't know, people are literally losing their lives. Yeah. How did we go from, thank you, healthcare heroes, to, oh, you're so cute in your pink scrubs holding your medical book upside down? And just degrading women, degrading the healthcare profession, like as a whole, pitting like, different degrees against each other, n- poor form. Well, okay. <laughs> and the other thing too, which I thought was really interesting this week, because you and I kind of like we sat back and kind of like let things go as they were, right? And the interesting thing that I thought I, that I saw was how the medical community came together so well to defend. DOs in general like yes. there were so many amazing things that came out of this in the sense of physicians you, that didn't take the DO path sticking up for their medical counterparts correct. saying that they took the DO route to get the same job that I have and they are amazing providers 100 so I love that love to see it yeah and the other thing too which I think is crazy is like you know if you what I realized this week is if you attack the medical community like we fiercely come back at it like if you're gonna attack us and you're gonna it felt like an attack it really did like it was something where I feel um that particular you know pictures and videos are worth a thousand if not a million words and it felt like actually the irony of this is how I love how much the medical community actually came together. And we're talking about it. Why? Because this is relevant. I think we're standing up for ourselves to say, hey, we do an important job. Respect us. Because the video that's getting the most talked about is the DO and the female provider. But there was also a second ad Correct. that was a male nurse. Yeah. And he was holding a nursing for dummies book upside down. And right. it was a male nurse featured. And I feel like male nurses already get poorly 
um, treated or stigmatized for why why are you a nurse and not a doctor one that's diminishing the fact that nursing is a degree it's a healthcare degree it's an important role it's not lesser than a doctor yes doctors give us orders but we still have a lot of autonomy in nursing Mm -hmm. and just because you're a nurse doesn't mean you couldn't make it as a doctor I don't want to ever be a doctor. No offense. I love my doctors. That's right. just life. That lifestyle wasn't for me. That me route wasn't either. for me. That right. wasn't my path. I'm smart as shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could probably be a great doctor yeah. if I wanted to. And, and trust maybe me. Maybe you will one day. We'll, we'll I'm never going it. back to school. I got a master's degree. I'm cool. I'm not paying another dime in tuition. Great. But, Fabulous. You know, and I will go toe to toe with a doctor. And doctors respect me because of it, because I don't just like spout off at the mouth. I mean, I do a lot. But (laughs) when I come to them and question maybe their decision making, I'm not doing it in a way that's critical of them. It's, hey, let's have this conversation. This is what I know, because I do bring a lot to the table. I have been a nurse for a long time, and I teach nursing school as well I I don't know I work a lot by myself on a helicopter and I have to make a lot of decisions without a doctor there so when I come to them and question them it's from a place of respect but they respect me because I bring a lot to the table so I just feel like putting down a male nurse by saying why aren't you like a doctor that's a thing that we still see culturally or that it's a women's job and that's also not true because women can be respiratory therapists they can be nurses they can be doctors they can be PTs they can be whatever they want and it's not a women profession um men in nursing is a very important role as well so thank you nurses we love you and so that's why it was just so problematic in so many totally. different ways. 100%. And, you know, you said this earlier today, but, you know, there's nothing really cute about us giving you CPR and pushing Epi to save your life. Like, no offense, but I take that job very seriously. And I think it's something that that particular ad, I don't think they realized, obviously, how much sting that would give the healthcare and the medical world it's so done because know your demographic right and celebrate what we do well correct like i get it i don't but it's cute to poke fun maybe and maybe they thought they were being lighthearted by just doing a funny joke and we're nurses or just healthcare providers in general we have a sick sense of humor we laugh trust me no one makes fun of myself more than myself but in general You could be highlighting people wearing your scrubs doing amazing things. The fact that we are doing chest compressions on you, we're pushing epi. Um, I'm out there in the field and have to do like things. I'm an advanced practice like scope nurse. I'm not advanced practice as the NP, but I'm an advanced scope above a regular nurse inside the hospital. And I do some cool shit sometimes. Yeah. Like we do needle chest needle thoracentesis. I think I mentioned that before. It gives me anxiety every time just thinking about it because I in nursing school was like that's a doctor's job. Like you could be highlighting so many cool things that all these providers are doing to save people's lives. And the fact that we're in the midst of a global pandemic, pandemic. and you yeah. have you still are nurses, doctors, yeah. CNAs. Mm-hmm. You have so many people doing really important jobs to just battle the fact that we are dealing with this deadly virus and you're not highlighting the great work that they're doing yeah and, and the amazing things like i feel like okay surface level two not to mention the fact that you are mocking the people that you're trying to serve right yeah like, that doesn't make sense like there's that you want me okay. to buy your scrub right but like and you then think i'm 
to am I even smart enough to go on the website and buy them if I read books upside down? Right. Not to mention the <laughs> fact that I mean, I'm just my head's going back to like the heat of the pandemic and you know, Barco, for example, donated a hundred thousand scrubs to the cause. I know Cherokee donated a million dollars. Like there were these companies that really stepped up to help, and I know that they these I just feel like this moment was so free crocs. I wore my Crocs today in honor of Tori because she loves them so much. Oh, my God. But, like, Crocs I gave away a free pair. You guys, still, the Crocs situation, I can't. They're I cannot. So cool. Can we address that? Like, no. Yes. Strict no. I have five pairs now. And I'm on Team Clogs. Sorry. Here, here we go. No, you put those Gross. Crocs in sport mode and you are ready for a code. <laughs> so, understand. anyways, like, companies really stepped up yeah. to the plate to say, Thank you. Correct. And I don't think I've this year in 2020 gotten more thank yous and food and treats and free stuff from well, companies. Not to say that's what it's about. It's but not, but it's like the first time you know, that I was like, wow, I feel genuinely like appreciative by the public for what we do. Think about it. Every industry, you get your hair done, you tip them. You tip right. your waiter and waitress. I'm not to say these people don't deserve tips, right? But everyone in the service industry. You tip them. Mm-hmm. We're not in the service industry, but our job is a job of service. I don't expect tips. I don't want tips. That's There are hospital rules about accepting gifts from patients and things like that. I, right. That's not a route I ever want to go down. But in general, because of that type of thing, but wait. it's often a thankless job. Yes, 100%. But last year, let's talk about this because I think it's an interesting thing that just popped in my head. Oh. Doctors taking compensation or commission on medic like things that they medications they prescribe or like being able to be taken out by a medical you so, know what I, I mean, mean like that's on. kind we of our mod we do our computer modules every year that talks about yeah. the ethics of I forget even what the word is but for what you're allowed to take as gifts from people. And, you know, I've been to a lot of luncheons sponsored by this formula company or sponsored by the maker of this feeding pump or this IV supplier and who doesn't love free food. But there's a fine line and you have hospital. There's people at the hospital where their just job is to enforce those type of kickbacks and stuff from happening. And I don't think I'm educated enough on the medical yeah well we're gonna side. go into it a little bit today because yeah. it's gonna tie into our conversation it does today. but i just for some reason popped into my head it's like well there is some interesting things there is um, and i think that kind of just goes hand in hand with social media and the fine line that you take by working with companies right okay and something else that i thought was um i want to give a quote here today so Obviously, Sam and I kind of sat back, let things happen. We're like, you know, doing our due diligence and listening to what everyone has to say. Okay, so Dr. Mike dropped an amazing YouTube. Honestly, I I hats off to him. Yes. Because he's smart. He's well-spoken. Very well-spoken. You can tell it's coming from a good place of caring about his community. Correct. And he put his money where his mouth is. Yeah, he does. So hats off. He He actually, at the end of the video, he said he he donated... 20,000. 20,000. To anyone who wants any brand scrubs. of scrubs, yep. not just a certain brand, any brand of scrubs, he's putting up his money to help out students or whoever that okay, and needs scrubs. Let's talk about, so the whole premise that he spoke about, which I thought was really interesting, was he was basically calling out figs for writing on the backs of medical providers in the way that they advertise. So as of right now, the way that the model is, is... 
I believe the providers reach out to Figs and then Fig sends the the scrubs in exchange for a post, right? So Dr. Mike, he go he spoke out about that. And he was basically, and we're going to talk, we're going to go into detail about sort of social media and healthcare. But his whole thing about it was, why is a company worth, let's say, $100 million? They did $100 million in sales in 2018, riding on the backs of healthcare providers who are trying to get through med school, nursing school, all these things. And you brought up a good point, too, you know. Even like models, like models get paid for photo shoots. Yes. Like how is it that... So we, Tori and I had a conversation pre-recording this. Yeah. Where it was kind of like, there's two different trains of thoughts. Like if someone wants to post for free because they got a free pair of scrubs. Great. Great. Why should they? That's their right. And Tori kind of made that comment. And I was like, it is. And we we did it at one point. 100%. I did. Yeah. Yeah. But then I was like, all right, on the flip side of that though... What Dr. Mike is kind of saying is that you're preying on the people that maybe only have 800 followers, 2,000 followers, or whatever, and now you're sending them a free pair of scrubs, and you're enticing them into maybe getting getting reposted, getting more followers, being Mm -hmm. part of this community. And it is super great to be part of a community, and I think we can get into that, but I think it's preying on people that don't really have what they'd consider the upper hand in being able to demand compensation. 100%. And how easy would it be? Okay, a pair of free scrubs, that's a drop in the bucket to a million dollar company like that. Probably a tax write-off. I don't know. I need a new tax person because I owe every year, so I'm clearly (laughs) not good at that situation. (laughs) But in general, a free pair of scrubs to someone, that's nothing. That's part of their advertising budget. And it's a lot cheaper than making a giant commercial and putting it on TV. I mean, how much is a Super Bowl ad? Like, holy shit, I don't even know. But so you're getting this free advertisement with the cost of like a cheap pair of scrubs. Their scrubs aren't cheap, but in general, in the grand scheme, you're giving them this free pair of scrubs. How far would it go to even throw them 50 bucks? A gift and how much card would that it. mean to them? And how person. much would that mean to them? So yeah. you're in nursing school and you got to buy books, supplies. You got to put gas in your car. Mm-hmm. You got to buy groceries. Lunch. Maybe you got to pay for a babysitter to go to yeah. class, whatever. Yeah. $50 goes a long way when you're a student or you're in MD school or whatever profession Surviving you're in. Surviving on loans. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not to mention the fact that, and I think a bigger picture here and kind of what you alluded to is they have a very enticing platform, right? They have 503,000 followers. That's a, that's that's a, a lot. lot. And not to mention the fact that um, their engagement is pretty high. And, and let's be real. They're hip. Yes. They're cool. Yes. Their scrubs look nice. And they have a lot of great ambassadors, like the top ones that I'm thinking of in my head. Like they have a lot of great people with them. I mean, I'm friends with them. I love uh, like the community that they have made in their defense is amazing. Yes. And their their ambassadors are great role models within the healthcare community. So they have got some great people on their team. But I think what Dr. Mike's angle was, was know your worth. Yes. Not only one as a consumer because we're buying your product and how are you choosing to highlight us in the world with your advertising? And then two, know your worth if you are going the ambassador route or you're 
trying to become part of the healthcare blogger worlds and community know your worth because people it's enticing. I know when I started my account and I started getting free stuff, I was like, this is cool. Yeah, it I is. don't it's care really cool. about like, I'm not trying to monetize yeah. this. I'm just happy to get free scrubs. That's right. like yeah. how I started off. But totally. at the end of the day, know your worth because essentially yeah, they're getting they're making more off of you doing that mm-hmm. than is worth a We're free pair of scrubs. That. Yes. No, know your worth because no one is going to value you more than you value yourself. Yes. Uh, So he said, quote, I have always questioned the ethics of this company based on the way they take advantage of young doctors. But now with this dedicated marketing campaign, putting down women and DOs, it's become clear that you should shop elsewhere. That's pretty strong words. That's that's a statement. It's a big statement. And I think something that you highlighted on that I think is really important for everyone to understand is knowing your worth. Now, I do think there's, and we're going to get into it a little bit more on the social media aspect. Like there is a difference and, you know, where we're going to dive into it of, are you just posting one for a one-off or are you trying to become a bigger picture with a brand? Are you trying to, you know, get, are you trying to long-term Are you trying to build your own brand? So we're going to get into that. But I I feel like, you know, some other kind of low-hanging fruit on this topic that a lot of people brought up. So we, we... I dropped a, a question box for you guys to see, kind of like test the waters, see where everyone was at. And the, uh, you guys, if I, if I sat here and read all these, I actually got more rants from people, I think, than I've ever had in my life. I had more people trying to write in about that. But the topic... You that, showed it to me. Oh, it was it's, it's a massive yeah, outreach. I got anything from the biggest mistake I've ever said, just another red flag. I have always questioned the way that they influence... Um, I'm not here for cancel culture, but this was not the first ad that I'm disappointed in. Um, Some people say, like, likely a mistake. Uh, Another person, as a female DO, I could not be more upset about this, disappointed. Um, The the rants, you guys, they just, they go on and on. I mean, and, you know, a lot of you, a lot of it was, I'm not a fan of cancel culture, but some people, assholes, um, you know, just annoying all these things okay so the topics that range were like more issues on race shapes price material material representation like those were kind of the overarching issues and i think that is something we should talk about i mean the the look of the brand obviously is what it is it's for athletic male and female bodies i will say i am a sponsored athlete as a powerlifter. And I don't fit the athletic body type that is their demographic. Right. Because your girl got some curves. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> yes, you do. In all the right ways. I it love it. It does not, like, if I wore their joggers, I would look like the Michelin man. It's just not <laughs> oh working God. for me. <laughs> and that's okay. Because uh. that style is not for everyone. And that's cool. Yeah. But overall, in general, I think that... I don't think they make plus size scrubs. Do I they? actually don't. Yeah, I don't know about that. And I, I think they only really have one one type of material as well. They only I actually. So I like the material. So I am here for that. But they, you know, plus size people work in healthcare. Plus size people 
want to look good. Yeah, you know, and this is why I give big shout out to Cherokee and what Katie Duke just did. She just created Love a whole line. Yes. Yeah, she created a whole line and her whole thing. And she really talked about that was just, you know, we have to be able to, you know, create amazing apparel for every Okay, I will size. speak to it. I'm on their website. I they agree. do go up to a 2XL. But I will talk about their problematic sizing. I wear a large in their scrub pants. I am not a plus size person anymore. Right. I was plus size right. for sure. <laughs> and I had to wear super ugly scrubs because that's all that they had for my plus size body. Okay. I am not plus size anymore. I'm sitting in a size six jeans right now. And I wear a large in their scrubs. And it is a tight large. <laughs> it is a very snug large. Yeah. Um, so I guarantee you that their 2XL is not comparable to the 2XL I wore when I was actually a plus size person in a 2XL. Right. Um, sizing is definitely just an overall thing in the whole plus size world and just how companies do sizing. Right. That's a whole nother podcast. Listen to our body images. <laughs> that's coming uh, up in a couple of weeks. Coming up soon. Yes. But anyway, so, you know, I'm on their website. I'm like, that's cool. I think the 2XL is a new size yeah. in the recent I mean, the times. Other- but I can tell you as someone who is a competitive power lifter and who is not overweight, I already wear a size large in their scrubs. Right. So is that really serving the plus size community. Well, that's not the only thing too. I mean, people, the a big one was, you know, the big comments overarching was they're overpriced, um, that there was representation in the, in races is not always 100%. I mean, they, they've, they're getting a lot, a lot of people had a lot of things to say about this. And yeah. regardless of the intent, it just didn't look good. The whole thing overall, it didn't look good. Calling no, because even I will say dumb. like, as you're doing this, problematic ad with women do and a male nurse i was still yet to it was a blonde haired white girl yeah yeah (laughs) in the ad and the guy was white white i think pretty sure it was white white whitish as well looking pretty white yeah on the whiter side Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. i think he had dark hair but i'm like you got a blonde girl wearing pink scrubs so i don't know if that's even falling into the ditzy blonde thing which is problematic in itself yeah someone did say like that's uh, not comments was like legal satire um esque on the ad like yeah maybe that's what they were going for get away the ditzy blonde stereotype it's overplayed this isn't the 90s anymore like let's not go that route (laughs) that's like come on but in general yeah, you don't see a lot of representation. And a time where also, again, 2020 has been this wild year of highlighting healthcare professions, aside from just even nurses and doctors, because right. we get most of the clout. But the fact that there's so many other healthcare professions that are tackling on this global pandemic. And then it's been a big year of civil unrest and discussing racial issues in this country very much at the forefront very much at the forefront very much needed um but there's a lot happening in that space so Mm -hmm. at a time where all of that's going on yeah you gotta wake up and you know what they did Mm -hmm. apologize yeah so they did actually um they issued an apology i'll go ahead and so they said as of right now so i think this is 
I think this was released on October 15th. The company said they will have a healthcare professional, quote, present at every shoot to weigh in on the creative and styling decisions, and that there will be a more robust approval process for its brand content. Beyond that, Figs will be requiring educational training for its employees and said it is donating $100,000 to the American Osteopathic Association. The doctor of osteopath uh, or DO receives all the training of a typical doctor. Obviously, we all know that. Um, And then, so the other thing that was funny that I thought was interesting was um, the AOA, uh, Dr. Kevin Clough, who's the chief executive officer of the AOA, was really not happy about it and was threatening the company with a lawsuit and wanted to slap them with defamation on behalf of our members and profession. So, of course, when they released this apology, his response was, don't pretend this came from the goodness of your hearts. Um, You know, it's just... They have to apologize. They have to apologize. And we knew they would. And we also know, obviously, like, the ambassadors... You have to kind of sit back and let happen what's going to happen. Like, ambassadors are going to stick with them. They're going to apologize. We know all that. Like, and that's so point blank. The apology in it of itself, it's great. It has to happen. I'm not going to weigh in on whether it's sincere or not because uh, only them, that's between them and God or whoever, <laughs> um, if it's sincere. Well, okay, no. And this is where I think you and I have talked about this. I think that's between them and us. Like, we're the boss. True. Like, we're the ones with the money in our hands. And we're the ones that are putting money into their pockets. So, really, it is up to us. Yes. So, okay, apology issued. Okay. Here's my take on, though. Do we accept apology? Yes or no? Got it. I don't think you have to be quick to do either. So, you apologize. I'm not going to quickly just be like, beautiful, you apologized, you threw some money at it, I accept. But I'm not going to sit there and write you off either and be like, Psh, that wasn't sincere, whatever. I'm in the, all right, apology, words are step one. I'm not going to take a side yet yeah. because those were just words. Correct. I got to see the actions now that follow it. Yeah. What is your future advertising actually going to look like? How are you going to actually interact with your ambassadors and promote them and work with them uh what are you gonna do as far as promoting like other healthcare professions such yeah. as like do's and things like that you can be using your platform for so many good things to educate the public how cool would it have been to do an advertisement featuring a do especially when do's are getting kind of some so bad much. press with yeah. the whole president trump covid shit right how cool would it have been to take that do and show how cool they are yeah and how important or they are and the important what, job they do yeah. educate people because you know a lot of people i have family that has no health care knowledge whatsoever my family didn't even know what a respiratory therapist was until my stepdad was in the hospital. And then they're like, oh, an RT? And <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's yeah. like my partner when I go on Yeah, it's like calls. our lifeline like, in the my NICU. Yeah. literal best friend in life when I'm on a call is my RT. Same. Because it's me and an RT Daily in a helicopter. And that is my number one human. Yeah. So, but so many people don't know. Because if they haven't had a family member sick in the hospital and they don't work in healthcare, how the hell are they going to know the difference between a PT and an OT? Right, exactly. How are they going to know... Yeah. 
what a CNA scope is, that an art, there's a whole job. Some people, I've heard my own family say, oh, the respiratory nurse. I'm like, that doesn't exist. They're a respiratory therapist. They have bachelor's degrees and even master's degrees. Mm-hmm. Like they are also very highly educated people. There's, they could be using their platform to help provide so much just education and be uplifting all these professions in such a positive way. Right. So apology step one, it's good. I'm glad that they did step one, but I'm going to take a seat again and let's see what actions follow that right. before I can actually. And I again, I'm not for cancel culture, so I'm not like you. Everyone makes mistakes. Yeah, but, I make mistakes all the time. You know, time. I think the issue, too, is this this isn't the first time Figs has been under fire for something. And yeah. something I do think is important. I mean, for example, I know there's a lot of claims around they were the first direct-to-consumer scrub company and actually Metalita, who was created, it was created by Laura Francisco. She's a PA and they were the first direct-to-consumer brand and she founded Metalita and launched a collection of the tailored medical apparel and quickly caught on with a lot of healthcare professionals. I know a lot of people who, who are ambassadors with them. They're an amazing company. I mean, I look at like Barco. Barco was established, you guys, in 1929. It is a 91-year company. They've been around for a long time. Cherokee, they were founded in 1985, and they were the first company to really establish an ambassadorship program. And, you know, we had Katie on on our last episode where we talked about how they really pushed the mark and started really bringing in healthcare providers as, you know, their essential, like, representation of the company. Which so, I love the idea of using real people. Real people. Like, Thank in you. that ad anyways, I'm pretty sure that girl is not a DO. She's a model. She's, She's just a model. Real. Yeah, and if it was, if that was a healthcare provider. It wouldn't be, oh, because would no be. healthcare provider would be would down do to, like, diss right. themselves like that. No. So I just feel like using models to make fun of us. I don't know. I love the fact when companies use real people to highlight their scrubs. Like, I don't care what a model looks like in your scrubs, because guess what? I'm wearing them. I'm the one bending over and like grabbing medical equipment and running in a code and having to work and move in it. Mm -hmm. So you showcasing, oh, that model looks cute in it does nothing for what I'm going to look like at the bedside wearing these scrubs, moving in these scrubs, feeling in these scrubs. Yeah. Um, not to knock models. They're awesome. And I love seeing in even just the actual fashion world that they've moved towards more inclusivity. Yeah, the as far influencers as, um, are getting bigger. And the shout out to world. Rihanna and Fenty for having the plus size male model. Ooh, yeah. I was here for it. Love that. He was See, cutie pie. Great. I was down. Cool. But, um, I just think as scrub companies, your consumers are real working people. Show them. Yeah. Show them off. Highlight them. I think it's so cool. I mean, we're going to dabble into this too, because, you know, this is why I feel like so strongly that I love people getting the medical field getting into social media. I think it's great and I'm here for it. And I, I want that to be like... I want it to come in so fierce and strong just for these reasons because I'm like how do you how do you battle something like this or talk about it without a platform right yeah. like you need to have a platform to do it and that's why I love your podcast though because it's like we don't have a lot of platforms no we don't and There's it's like a few hit or miss like okay if you follow certain people on Instagram you're getting connected and getting some of this information but if you don't it's 100%. like cool so you know shout out to my girl Tori for the selfie podcast because you're you. dropping some 
Well, and there's a few of us here in this space, but I will say this. I do think, and what I want to move into here is more like, okay, you guys, the real, the, the realness of this is we are in 2020. It is, we're in a time where. We're almost in 2021. We're almost in 2021. Hello, where are we? Crazy. And, you know, marketing and the way, like, think about like, like when you and I were growing up, how different it was. Oh my God. I used to look in catalogs for what toys I wanted. Yes. And I would circle and be like. Yeah, like newspaper, like toy ads, like, mom, I want this toy for Christmas. Yeah. And the only way to like get on a commercial was if you auditioned at like this thing and the media funneled everything, like Mm -hmm. everything was so censored by. You only saw what commercials decided to put out. Yeah. You had, there was no internet. Right. There was no internet. I mean, and just think even like five years ago, how different it was. I mean, yeah. f- before even TikTok, before, I mean. You guys, let- Instagram started as a picture filtering app. Yeah. A photography, photography app. The day I passed NCLEX, my first Instagram picture was a flight of mimosas. Love it. And I was like, I'm going to drop this super cool filter on it so that I can post that picture onto Facebook. It was not. Because you guys. couldn't follow people. <laughs> was, when yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Instagram, yeah. there was no following each other. And then all of a sudden it was like, so-and-so is following you. How? I am confused. Why can weird. they see? Yeah. Why can someone else who signed up for Instagram see my pictures all of a sudden? And then they added the like feature. And then they added the comments. And now here we are just in this whole world of influencers. Well, like, and okay, like, yeah, but that has like been that came out of nowhere. I think what is interesting about this conversation is influencers and blogging and everything really it started in like let's call it 2010, 2009, 2007, blogging. 2010 blogging. Blogging, yes. And was a thing. it started in that era where Even like YouTube it then was yeah. starting to take off of people having their YouTube channels right. and doing vlogs. It was starting and, yes. like this whole thing and you know I'm going to give hats off to mommy bloggers, all the Mormon mommy bloggers who really started they killed they it. First of all, killed it, but they also changed the whole model of how we advertise. Yes. They basically were the first ones. I'm going to give credit where credit's due. They were the first ones to really say, hey, like you can follow someone in a and follow their lifestyle and I can sell something to you on a lifestyle model. Yes. Like as a person rather than take it away from, you know, these from you can only get your information from one thing and you know all commercials magazines right and now here we are and it's the wild west like is the wild west here in the social media space i will say that and it's growing immensely it's not going anywhere and this is why i want to have this conversation today because like i think it's very relevant for us in healthcare to be here in this space more now than ever especially i mean look at what happened with the pandemic like i feel like thank God for some of these providers who were in the social media space. That spoke up. That spoke up. Yeah. And could speak to this very well. And it's important for us some, to Some like here. lost their jobs for speaking out against the yeah. lack of PPE and stuff. And yes. it's like, it is within their right to talk about what's going on, especially from a public safety and health concern standpoint, such as PPE and proper isolation gear and just what we're doing and are yeah. we following CDC guidelines and stuff like these things should be talked about yes and you know here's the thing too and the big thing and what i i think is really relevant to this whole big conversation is you know we in the medical field we have different obligations than quote unquote influencers why because we took oaths we were studying researching we had years of training practice and therefore i feel like we have even more of a moral obligation 
to provide our audiences the highest standard, right? So obviously that's the first thing. And a big piece of what Dr. Mike spoke about and what I think is interesting is that he sort of called out figs for the way they're advertising. And I thought that was interesting. He basically Mm -hmm. said like riding on the backs of healthcare providers, right? And I think that there's this whole layer of that we're not talking about. Like, why are we not talking about the whole aspect of healthcare providers in social media? You know, and I kind of want to tackle this today. Like, what's what? Have paid partnerships, sponsorships? Like, you know, how do you start a blog? I think how do you get into People that this? are actually like in that world don't even understand it. 100%. Like, they're getting free stuff, they're posting. They don't even know if they're following the actual proper correct rules about mm-hmm. what all those different terminologies mean. Yes. So, and what you're referring to is the Federal Trade Commission Act. So that was an act that went into effect, you guys, 1914, right? And it basically is a law that outlaws unfair methods of competition and unfair acts of practice that affect commerce. And, you know, for us in healthcare, like, we don't pay attention to that, right? Because we're out there diagnosing and researching and studying, caring for our patients, and we're not influencing, (laughs) we're working, we're actually working. But then here we are, we are diving into this world of like social media. And, you know, that's not going anywhere, as I said. But I also think like, what's interesting is where it used to be just athletes and actors and all these things. Now we're starting to have healthcare as a presence and on YouTube and on Instagram and all these things. And so, And of course, you want to monetize, you want to figure out how to make this all work. And you want to, you know, you know, potentially partner with companies and you want to have, you know, get platformed and you want to do all these things. Well, I think this is a whole great conversation that we should be having and talking about because it's not going anywhere. And I think the thing is, you're taking real people and real professions and putting them in this world that, like you said, used to be kind of reserved for actors, athletes, people that already have managements and agents kind of managing all that for them. Right. And now you're taking real people doing, you know, real jobs. Not to say those aren't real jobs, but they're doing jobs within the healthcare industry. And then now you're kind of thrusting them into this spotlight. Yeah. And it's a world that maybe they're don't even know how to navigate. Yeah, and it is. It's a totally crazy world of navigating. I mean, let's talk about the types of uh, the platforms, right? So the main platforms, you know, you're talking when you're thinking about social media. So you're going Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Snapchat, Pinterest, LinkedIn, right? So these are all platforms. And it's interesting because when I I really was trying to think of how to break this down for you guys, something that I really am engaged in, like what the platforms do for you, right? And to me, the number one thing I actually think is really important to talk about is to really get into a platform that you feel like is your strength. So what I mean by that is if you're someone who likes to write and you like dialogue and conversations, Twitter might be for you versus if you're like someone who's like me visual and likes to make videos and things like that, Instagram might be for you. If you are someone that's trying to platform or um, get people, get some traction to a blog, Pinterest is for you. You know, it's like there's, you have to really kind of break down. Like the funny creatives Mm -hmm. are on TikTok. And you know what's funny is someone can have a million TikTok followers and like 6,000 
yeah. Instagram followers. It doesn't always translate. It doesn't like always translate from always platform translate. to platform too. Yeah. And it's interesting because that's kind of a big thing is like crossing platforms and trying to figure out what they do for you. And I feel like it is interesting because now some of the platforms are really trying to help you get to other platforms. Like now TikTok, you can post to Instagram or somehow you can link your Instagram you can from TikTok. Stories from your, you can post your TikTok to stories. Right. Yeah. So there's that whole aspect. The other aspect and what I think is even more important, and I've learned this from several other bigger influencers, is really how to hold your power in the social media space. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is creating content or uh, your platforms where no one owns you. What do I mean by that? I feel like you've learned a lot coming up yes. in this world too. Yes. I've watched you grow. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've, I mean, I've told you so many things that I yeah. like, I I just, yeah. You live Where and you learn. You, you live and learn and I've lived and learned. And something that I've learned very quickly is I don't own my Instagram platform, you guys. I don't own it. Instagram owns it. Yeah. They, they own you. Away they could you. take it away. And let's say, God forbid, Instagram went away tomorrow. You got your blog and you got your podcast. So there's this whole other set of types of platforms that I think are really important that we don't talk about enough. So, for example, blogs, email lists, podcasts, courses you can create, ebooks, writing a book. And the number one thing that I think we talk about is relationships. What a weird thought here. Okay, social media, you guys, the word social media, the social, it is social. That's the focus of it, right? The relationships you build. That's a huge piece of it. And so God forbid, in my head, I'm like, have I given enough to my audience that if something happened in my Instagram, they would actually try and find me? Like, would anyone care? Yeah, would they still come listen to your podcast if Correct. you didn't have Instagram to promote it? Yes. Just like how they almost like shut down TikTok. Yeah. And people were panicking on there, it. begging, please follow me on Instagram in case TikTok gets shut down. Yes. And so I think a big focus or something, because, you know, you guys, this is new. It's Wild West. Things are still, you know, it's all happening very fast. I think something that I think is really important and the most important, if you take nothing away from this episode other than this, is to understand that your name is your brand. Yeah. Which is a wild concept. Wild. I'm still not used to it. I'm not either. I'm a real, you know, I'm on like frosh soft. I'm not even on the <laughs> JV team yet. <laughs> I'm, sure I as hell. Like I'm JV girl. Yeah. Yeah, I'm JV. Varsity, I, don't, I don't think I'm like. Varsity. Varsity's like your, yeah, yeah. I'm not varsity. Like I varsity. think you're varsity because then there's like, Katie you know, there's professional. <laughs> there's professional athletes so those are our kylie jenners okay she's a professional got it then you got the college team yeah you know you you're a division one college team yeah. that's our katie duke katie Stop duke. girl yeah, yeah. Hi. you d1 yeah <laughs> you d1 girl you're on the varsity team you're starting quarterback varsity, of varsity yeah high school i would say. I, I i'm promoting myself from frosh soft to jv i like jv if we're going Perfect. if i we're going the model i just created yeah, yeah, off yeah. the top of my head this i'm on the jv team yeah i'm hoping like you know I'm a sophomore on okay. JV, not too bad. I'm hoping to make varsity junior year. Yes. 2021, can I? Can a girl make varsity? <laughs> I'm trying. But it's a definitely... Um, it's an interesting dynamic. It's, yeah. it's a weird concept to it's sit like, there and 
say, you know, mm-hmm. your brand is Nurse Tori. This is the Nurse Tori selfie show. Yeah. That's your name. Yeah. I'm Hey Samantha. You can find me on Instagram. Hey Samantha <laughs> hey with Samantha. two A's. Little <laughs> drop that. Um, but in general, like, and then my website is SamanthaExplainsIt.com. Yeah. And I'm trying to brand myself as my own name and being. That's right. weird. Yes, it is weird. And I think that's something but you got to get over it, too. You're yeah. Either, you're either going for it or you're not. Yeah. So. And I think that's something we should be talking about is the fact that, you know, self-branding nowadays is the model. And honestly, it's so important to really protect your brand yeah. of who you are and something that everything I, you say and do yes. is your brand is your brand. And also who you partner with. Yes. And what I think is really interesting is this particular situation, I think is really making a lot of people question who you, in my head, it should be making you question who you partner with. Yeah. Where do I want, who mm -hmm. do I want to represent? Because I'm saying that this is a company I believe in. Yes. If I'm putting my name attached to theirs. And I think it's really interesting because I think that, Something that I, I really want to bring to you guys today is is a lot of the the talk of like, how do you navigate this, right? Like, how do you navigate coming into healthcare and doing it right? Because there's a lot of different topics we're going to kind of di- deep dive into. But, you know, we really have to be cautious about not only what we're saying, not violating HIPAA, but also who we're partnering with. You have to be really smart. And I think the thing is, is you really have to think almost like 10 steps ahead. Like what is your goal here in social media and think 10 steps ahead of what if this was to happen? Um, or where do I want to go with this? How do I want to expand as a brand? And the thing about it is, you know, you, my, my platforms here have changed a lot. Yeah. I have, I have not, I've shifted a lot. I started kind of in the NICU blogger world and I still do a little bit of that, but I've really kind of shifted and, you know, we're going different places, but it's been a lot of trial and error. But I think that the number one thing that I've really stuck to is what is my brand? And I want to stick to that. And I think that's something we really need to hone in on. And it really is something that I think I've really tried to hone in on what I'm bringing to you, my audience, like what can I bring to you guys that is so authentic and real and, you know, top notch quality, whether it's scrubs or it's lifestyle or it's a a podcast guest or a blog post that I'm writing for you guys. Like that is what is it is so important to me that when you think of me, it is not cheap. And I think what's happening and I see that that from day one, I remember you buying these mics for this podcast yeah and you were like my sound quality has to be <laughs> impeccable or i'm not making a podcast 100 and you were like a nut researching these oh mics. my god it was crazy we were both like yes. you were helping me sam okay give you she sat with me for hours trying to figure all this stuff out and but you were like i don't want to put my name on something if it's not quality that i stand behind and yes. i give you props for that because you're like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna rush to throw stuff out right if it's not something that i'm gonna put my name on and be like Nurse Tori approved. Right. And I think that's kind of something also because I keep seeing this kind of it's happening over and over where you're seeing a lot of people feeling the need to just partner with someone because they're throwing them some money and they want to, you know, put up a product and sit with the picture and and post it. And I'm like, that's I just feel like I went through my DMs and said yes to everything that came my way 
one, you would be like, yeah, what do you even like? No, this all feels fake. Right. Because there's no way you use all these products. Yeah. Um, It just it feels fake at some point. It's like you're just yeah. saying yes to everyone. 100 percent. So one of the questions that I got was, how do you grow your Instagram? Like that was the first question in relating to healthcare and social media and kind of just maybe as a point blank. And it's funny because I've thought a lot about this, right? And I actually think, to be honest, I think that's the wrong question. Mm -hmm. I think in my humble opinion and the way I've always thought is, what am I bringing to my audience? Yeah. Am I bringing value to someone? that's that's the that should be the center of your thought process and then you just it's sort of about expand how many followers no it's not because one it should be organic because there's a lot of tips and tricks to grow your following yeah. that are kind of just a sham mm -hmm. and it's like is that a real organic following and are they following you because of quality content you're putting out no so there's yeah you could google you could hire people you could pay people to grow your following but it's not authentic yeah. it's not organic yeah and it's not because of the quality content you're putting out branding is everything everything when you're going to social media like who are you what are you saying what are you providing and I think that should really be your focus and your people will come and is it unique and is it your own correct because mm -hmm. how many people can regurgitate the same information over and over. Yeah. I've had like there there's a million nurses. We are a large profession. Um what are you bringing different to the table? Like there's some few notable nurses that have really blown up because they're bringing certain specialties into place like you really honed in on the NICU markets and you've kind of expanded your thing. Yeah. Um there's other ones that have really like our trauma or CVICU or like mommy labor nurse who's really oh, got yeah, that like amazing. she's amazing, but she's got that whole um, expecting mother yeah. demographic yes. or things like that. Totally. There's like healthy high risk pregnancy. There's some doctor I follow that's like pregnancy after 35 mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that I follow because... You have Kat Golden who did Nurses Inspire Nurses. Which is amazing. She's doing she's apparel. Bringing like this nursing community together. Yes. So the people that I follow in the nursing space, it's because they are bringing something unique. Correct. And no one else is doing what they're doing. Yes. There's a bunch of people that are kind of a dime a dozen yeah. or they're not... They're trying to kind of go into the same market someone else might already have an edge on. But they're not coming up with original content right. in that space. And you can see it. And I want to make this comment because Sam knows exactly what I'm thinking here. Um, it's interesting. You get knocked off all the time. I'm just going to say it. Yes. You're I nicer have... than I am. I'll say it. Tori gets knocked off yeah. her posts. Sometimes there's people out there. I've looked at posts where they copy her word for word, Verbatim. her captions. Yeah. It blows my mind. Like, why do you even want a following if it's not your content and it's not organic and yeah. it's not quality? Yeah. Well, and this is the other thing too. Okay. So, and yeah. What do you, I, what I are have... you offering people if you don't even have your own content? Correct. And also, this is another thing where um, we happen to work in the, in the field, you guys, where 
I really believe this, you earn your stripes. Absolutely. And experience is everything. So if you're doing something in the social media space and you're going to talk on things. You better know your stuff. You better know your shit. You better. And that's a big thing, too, is like I I look around sometimes and I I don't want to knock people, but I really believe that if you cannot confidently say, I can do all of these things and talk about this. Can I be petty? Yeah. Okay. Like there's someone that knocks off Tori and... They're posting this whole caption and informative post about hydrocephalus, and they post a picture of a baby that does not have a hydrocephalus in the picture and is clearly on ECMO. What the hell? And then it's kind of like, <laughs> like yeah, do you like, even know what you're, you talking, know what you're talking, talking about? about? You're just regurgitating and information. And it's also a copy post from... You're Goog- yeah, yeah, you're 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 stealing someone else's educational post and then you're Googling a NICU baby that doesn't even have the diagnosis. So you lose all credibility to me. Why would I want to follow your page when you're not even one? I mean, not everyone knows that it's not her information because right. unless they follow both and put two and two together, they're not going to know that the information's knocked off. So and this may but, seem this may seem harsh, you guys. And I but I really want this to be a very confident, like a, a good thing where it's like you just need to be self-aware when you're coming into the social media space on what your goal is. You're also is. not going to make it in the space if you're not putting out original content because people aren't going to work with you. If there was an up-and-coming NICU nurse that said, hey, I'm a new nurse, you're an experienced NICU nurse, can I do a collaboration post with you oh, and I talk about that. what it's like to yeah. be a new nurse in the NICU? You'd be like, yes, yes you're a preceptor. 100%. You precept new nurses. You love to foster that growth and development. I mean, that's why you put out the educational stuff because you want to build up people. You've encouraged so many people to go into the NICU space. You would be all for that. So if you're coming up in the space, do it right. Yeah. And if you don't know what you're talking about, don't post on it because you lose all yes, credibility you lose, when yes. you're posting a picture that doesn't even match your caption. Why would I follow your page? It doesn't lose credibility. But there's a way to build relationships in this space. And that's one of them. Telling someone, hey, I want to partner with you. I'm an up and coming nurse. You inspired me to become a NICU nurse. Or I've been a NICU nurse for a couple years and you've been a NICU nurse for nine years. Can we... And can I credit where credits do? Look, I yeah. have done. I have, you repost people and you always all the give time. them credit. I always give credit. And that's something you guys also in the healthcare world, you need to do, right? We yeah. do quote unquote site sourcing. So you need to be able to say like, look, like I love this post and I want to repost it. I've done that with, I've done that several times and I'll say thank you for the inspired post or like Especially I give credit, when, um, give a tag. You were really heavy in the NICU world. Mm-hmm. You would post L&D and NICU go hand in hand. So when you were heavy in the NICU world, you would repost stuff from like mommy labor. Yeah. But you would always, always shout her out her and tag. thank you for the yes. cross information because yeah. your post or your informative blog or whatever that she's talking about as far as mom directly translates into my NICU baby. Correct. And you can work together in that sense. Correct. You're and giving so credit. That's another thing too is like back to the whole idea of like growing your media. You know, first of all, finding the angle on what you want, being unique to you. Finding your branding, that's a huge thing. The next thing and a big topic that I think is really interesting, someone asked what not to post. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So this could be a, a, a deep dive on this because here's how I feel. it. I know Katie came on here and she spoke about it and she basically, her her thing was you should not be posting at all if you're in like a patient care area, right? Ever. And, ever. Okay. And I, here's the thing. I'm going to give you guys the flip side of the coin and the reality, right? Everybody wants to see what we're doing. Everybody. Yeah, it's interesting. It is. It is And you want the real scream. Right. Anyone can post a cute picture in scrubs and be like, look at me. Right. I'm a nurse. Right. 
And, you know, you can do that on, you know, and that's kind of been my new model because I don't want to get in trouble, but I get it. People want to see your environment. They want to see where you are. And there's a lot of, a lot of people out there that are posting those pictures of patient care areas and enter at your own risk. That's where I just want to say, yes, you just have to be Is very it worth losing your job careful over social media. Yes. If you at one, if you think at all that it could jeopardize your job, I don't think it would be worth posting. So here's the thing I have posted and I'll be very honest about this. I've had pictures with my girlfriend, my friends at work. After our shift, we took a picture together yeah. and I'm posting it days later. I'm not actually like. Oh, sitting yeah. at the nurse's station Correct. should be charting and I'm on my phone posting. And I don't post at work. That's another thing. I never post at work. And it's funny because I will do sometimes like a little moment where I can like talk to you guys and just give you a little like tidbit on something that's going on in my head about a dynamic. You pop but in. I don't. But then this is kind of another thing. We you have to be very careful also about HIPAA and you, I never talk about, I don't know if you guys know this or realize this, but I don't talk about diagnosis at all. I talk about dynamics. Yeah. And I think that's important to kind of hone in on. A about- lot of people are so misinformed about HIPAA. One, half the people don't know even how to spell it. <laughs> AKA me. <laughs> I'm you like, guys, I'm a horrible speller. It is not two P's. It me. is two A's. H-I-P-A-A. <sighs> Anyways. But a lot of people are misinformed. They think just because they're not giving a patient's name or age or diagnosis that they didn't violate HIPAA. But it's a slippery slope because people know where people work. So if you're on there and you're talking about the horrible day you had and this horrible patient or this diagnosis or this went wrong and this patient coded and had this emergency surgery and this happened and all that, it's not that hard for someone to be like, Oh my God, they're talking about my neighbor. Right. And then to tell their neighbor, like, isn't your baby in the NICU? This sounds familiar. Or isn't this, isn't your grandpa Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. so and so at this hospital right now in this unit and it's a 10 bed unit or something? It's a small world, you guys. It's not that hard for so and so to like, I mean, I have taken care of patients where someone's like, oh, you were my cousin's nurse. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. I I don't, so I don't talk about things like that on my shift because it can easily get traced back to you and you don't think you're violating HIPAA, but you're Mm -hmm. like giving enough information out where you're putting yourself in a position that you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's just, it's being very smart smart about what you're doing. And I, and here's the thing, and I I want people in this space. I'm going to be very honest. I, I want people. It's good. It's good. We need to be talking about it. We need to have a presence in healthcare. We need to be doing this. What I'm getting at is if you're going to be in a creative space, you need to get creative. And be smart about and it. And be smart about it. And um, talk about things that are in your scope. Talk about things that are in your, like, you know, you just need to really know. And again, healthcare is very much earn your stripes. And I do, I'm a big believer in that. You know, I there's times where I've seen certain things and as Sam mentioned, it gets a little frustrating when you when you know that someone's speaking on something that they're out of turn. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't have I don't have energy to go out there and fix everybody. But that's kind of something that I think is really important to kind of hit on the next thing. So, you know, for me, as far as like pictures, if you're going to be honest, I do most of my pictures. We we batch our mm-hmm. pictures. Sam and I have actually hired the same freelance photographer. We love her. Hi. Um, we love you, Tawny. Um, so we do that on a day and you I just pick out content or I pick we, we you just strategize and think ahead. Right. So there's that sim lab. I actually think is free for all if you guys i feel like sim labs are great ways it's a safe space you don't have any hipaa right any issues there um jane doe right you know i think there's ways you can get creative and make things and you know for me you guys i've done you know i had to get creative with how i wanted to show my baby dolls and so you just get creative with it yeah remember when you hooked up the doll but like you showed oh, yeah. a monitor but you hooked it up to like a real human yeah, like not was, a real a non-patient so you hooked it up to a fellow nurse yeah so you put the so lead the on her looks like it was like 60 yeah so you put the lead on her yeah but then but like funny show th- the doll but it's like yeah. hey that was creative was i fun. loved that that was, was awesome well, you know you can get creative with it and you know the other thing too is i you feel can talk about struggles in nursing yes. too just don't do it immediately getting off your shift yeah. Don't get off your shift and on your way home rant about the horrible shift you had and all the stuff that went wrong in it because that can get traced back to you and it can negatively impact you. Yeah. Sleep on it. Yeah. Take a breather. Yeah. Go back a few I've days. I've done that, yeah. you guys. A Recently week later, you know. be like, you know, there's just things in yeah. healthcare that I want to talk about as a nurse and, you know, make sure, again, you're being very careful about not violating HIPAA within that. But I would always sleep on it give it a few days sometimes when things happen and it's fresh you got that emotion pumping through you you want to talk about it in real time i don't advise that i say take a step back take a deep breath right wait a few days speak on it later and after the fact because it's too new and it's too fresh can we talk about my my yeah. latest pet peeve yes i love a pet i've peeve. gone on a rant about this and i want to <laughs> you guys if you're i know what's coming this is okay my biggest pet peeve okay social media right the word is social and i see this trend happening all over instagram and i'm gonna just put it out there as this is my biggest newest pet peeve i cannot stand it when someone tags me in a picture and and then decides to drag me down in that corner. Bottom right corner. Bottom corner and put all of us together in that Tag little corner. 20 people in there. Like, I want to say to every person that does that, like, stop. Because it, it's like, basically, that's a way for you so to cheap. get clickbait. Yeah. It's like, it's like you're basically telling me like, hey, Tori, look at this picture that I just did. And I want you to like it, on it but I'm not going to, I'm not going to. I'm not going to actually feature you. Socially interact and feature you back. Yeah. It's like. Really? If you tag me in your picture, I will not like it. No, I actually, I go a step further. I un, I will. Oh, I untag un- myself. Tag myself in all those pictures. Yes, I not only will it I untag myself, but I will not give you the courtesy like. Here's the thing, and uh, th- I've heard this as a as a thing to it is, <laughs> like, well, I do that because then it clutters it. it it clutters up the picture and I'm like, that's bullshit because when you look at the picture, it it's doesn't the picture. show the tags unless when you, you click, click on, on it, it, then you see everybody. So yes. I'm like, that's bullshit. That's no. And I, this trend is driving me nuts. And can everyone just, you Stop. know, here's the thing. It's a social network. I want to see when, when people tag me, I actually go into the picture and I see who else is on that picture. I actually care that much, you guys. And this is why maybe, I don't know. I mean, I'm very invested in this community. So this is, these are just things that like I'm bringing to you as someone who's been in the space and I have a lot to say about it, but 
I will go into the picture if you're tagging me and look at the post and see the person and I will usually I engage with it. Thank you for tagging me. I appreciate that. But if you put me in the if you put Tori in the corner. Oh, no, and no, no. stack it with I'm 20 other people. Yeah, it's like, why are you doing, like, why are we doing that? Why is that a trend? Why? You I don't should understand. be tagging people. For, if you're not utilizing tags correctly, also fuck you. Yeah, well, okay, you like, need to understand for why, you're, why are you tagging someone then? Why are you even tagging them in the first place? Are you just doing it for the clickbait? Like, I don't understand, you know? Yeah, okay, if you're tagging me, I expect it to be one of post that's relevant to my community, my audience, my purpose, my aesthetic. If it's not, it's like, why are you tagging me in this? This has yeah. nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I want to move into a couple, because I have gotten so many questions about this, about types of marketing. Yeah, there's a lot of misinformation so in this So much misinformation. Area. And to be honest, I it's hard because like I'm coming at you as someone who's just gone through a lot of different um, experiences. So this is just coming from my own personal experiences and my own personal research on this, you guys. So I've done a lot of this and I am, I am very invested in it because I want people here in this space and I want to hear stories and your innovation and um, all these entrepreneurs and things that's going on in the healthcare space. Like it's, it's great. So, but I do think kind of understanding what the types of marketing are because one of the most common questions is like, well, how do you become a paid, um, paid person or how do you manage, you know, what do you say yes to? What do you say no to? Well, blah, some blah, blah. people tag their posts with paid sponsorships. Some- Sometimes yes. people just tag a company, but it Correct. doesn't say, like, what does and all that what mean? what do you say add-on? What uh-huh. do you say hashtag sponsored? Like, yeah. what's... The what's hashtag the... rules. What's going on? Right. Okay, so... Drop some knowledge, girl. Well, okay, so this is kind of... I've done a little bit of, like, these are the basically the four most common things that I'm seeing. So there's paid partnerships. Okay, that's the first one, which, as a statement, tend to be long-term partnerships. Those are partnerships that are usually included with a contract. So that's something where a company, you and a company agree to work long term, you agree to some form of payment on whatever the payment is, whether it's product and payment, whatever. And it's usually involved with a contract. And I want to say this as a point blank, you guys, because I have learned the hard way, never sign a contract without a lawyer looking at it. Ever. Ever. That's not just for social media. That is good life practice. And I will tell you guys, I made some very bad decisions. I have made very bad business deals because I was not aware of that. Okay. Even at work, if you get written up, don't sign it like necessarily. I know. You got to be careful about what you're signing. Anything that you're signing your name to, just please forever. And And if a company is requiring you to sign one and you don't, feel comfortable i wouldn't i wouldn't do it without if they're pushing a, a you to looking. sign something yes. without having representation look it over it. that's already sketchy in itself i wouldn't do it yeah and they a lot of companies will say oh it's just for la 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 it's just no. a formality it's this and that no it's you need to have a lawyer look at it and they just, might point out something to you like you know this says that right and you're like what it does yeah Someone could own your likeness. Someone mm-hmm. could be, you have no idea what they could do with that picture or whatever the content is. Like you guys, you just need to be very careful. Okay. So that paid partnerships, that's number one. Number two is affiliate marketing, which is probably the most common as far as um, how people approach it. So affiliate marketing is essentially when you are affiliated with a company and you can make money on it. Typically it's, um, you can get compensation, but oftentimes, you know, so it's, it's basically an agreement between you and the company. It's not always paid. Um, you have next one-off deals, which is basically a company, which 
you, you and I get these all the time where My it's a company DMs. who says, hey, like, can we do a paid post for blah, CBD blah, blah. oil? It's always CBD. Oil. It's always CBD. Or it's, uh, yeah. People are either in my DMs Sock asking company, for pictures CBD. or they want me to promote their CBD oil. Yeah. There's no in between. So it's like a one-off deal. It's a one-time. It's not long-term. It's just this one thing. We'll pay you to doing. post this one thing. Correct. Uh, the next one is just free product. So a company says, oh, we're, we want to send you free product and see what you think, right? Will you post a review Correct. if I send you our product? All right. So, you know, there's a lot of um, misinformation, I think, when it comes to what the standard is, right? So I actually pulled up the FTC rules because I'm very engaged. So I think this is important and this is something we should all be talking about. Like I said, Tori likes quality. She's not going to speak on something without giving you the real information. Yeah, you should know. Okay, so the FTC released in 2019 um, a whole entire influencer marketing Which is so funny that we've even gotten to a place in our world where that even exists. I know. Like this would this wasn't even needed prior to 2019. And then they're like, we got to like rein this in somehow and have some stipulations. Yes, exactly. It is a wild west. We need to make some standards. Yeah. And so the FTC did do that. They released it. I want to say it was like December of 2019. And so a lot of the questions kind of like is using the hashtag ad enough, right? What is sponsored? You know, what is sponsored Instagram stories? Like, how do you do this? So when do FTC rules of disclosure apply? So essentially, anytime if you're endorsing a product through social media and you have a relationship or connection with a brand in some way, whether it is personal, family, employment relationship, financial, and the brand is paying you or giving you free product or discounted product, you have to state that. That is per the FTC rules of disclosure. And they are cracking down. So I know a couple of influencers have gotten called out on this, like big influencers. They're they're cracking down on the bigger influencers first. And it trickles down to all of us yeah, smaller micro. I mean, <laughs> you could probably get away with doing things and and not get a called out, but the bigger you are, the more of a target you become. So also it's better to be upfront with your followers. Mm-hmm. Because that basically the FTC is trying to stop deceptive ads from happening which I'm all for yes I agree because it's annoying like when people when you don't know if someone's making a kickback on this or making commission like that's very annoying and I actually think and obviously yes is it annoying that everyone is market you know there are certain accounts out there that you know them where they do so many of these and it's so annoying and you're like do I even want to follow them anymore because everything's another freaking ad right so it's kind of like getting it is annoying, but it all comes down to transparency. Yes. Be Love transparent. So how to disclose sponsored Instagram posts. So whether you're a brand, an agency, running an Instagram um, as an influencer, you're in a marketing pain, a campaign or things like that, um, it is your responsibility to ensure that you're in compliance. If you're getting in, if you're getting in bed with a company, you guys, you got to know what you're doing. Oh, hello. So the first rule, according to FTC, so you have to place, place something with your disclosure so it's hard to miss. So one of the things that I know a lot of companies have been telling me lately is you have to post hashtag ad or hashtag sponsored within the first three lines 
of mm-hmm. the ad. Not at the very bottom or Not in the, at the bottom of your yes. hashtags. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing is visibility. That's very, and that does include um, if you're unboxing, like if you're unboxing material, which I didn't know this until I read this. You're supposed to, because technically you are, even though it's free material and you're not getting paid, if a company sends you something, you technically, that is an ad. You opening something on Instagram and showing it in your stories is an ad. And it is because it's free advertisement for that company. Correct. They're hitting people that they might not have hit because they follow you mm-hmm. and now their products are being showcased. And I think that kind of goes back to even what Dr. Mike said about know your worth. Don't yes. Don't post for free. Yes. I mean, and again, that's up to you and that's your personal choice. But I, I like think that. that kind of goes back to what he's saying. It's like the FTC is considering it an ad. Yes. Free product is being considered an ad. So you are technically providing free advertisement for this company. They cracked and that's down what he means by on saying that. Lindsay Lohan, Naomi Campbell, like some pretty big accounts, I think, were called on by the FTC. A lot of influencers. And it's interesting because when you guys look up, um, for example, if you were to Google like how to become an influencer or you, you were to Google how to advertise the top advertising places right now are Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, mm-hmm. and TikTok, meaning we are all a part of that. Yes. If you even if you're getting free free things from a company, it's still an ad. Yeah. Techni- or not an ad. That's you are affiliated with the company. Which boils down to free advertising for them. Correct. So know your worth. Yes. Shout out Dr. Mike. Yes. Oh, so this is what it's called. And you guys can actually Google this. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, the FTC, they published, it's called the Disclosures 101 for Social Media Influencers I think guide. you posted that before. I even. did. Yeah. And I think you've that, been very transparent. Yes. And I think that's actually, it's important. And I think we need to set the standard for it and why we're looping this back in with this whole conversation of how people advertise. And you shared that with fellow, um, our fellow Barco ambassadors. I did. We're in like a group chat and she was even kind of just like, hey guys, this is good information and shared that to fellow ambassadors. Yeah. So when do the FTC rules of disclosure apply? So the FTC requires you to disclose when you have a financial employment, personal family relationship with a brand. So anytime basically a brand is sending you something, you need to disclose that. In the sense of you could do hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored, um, you know, it just depends on, you know, and you may not be getting paid. Yeah. Sponsored doesn't mean paid. Sponsored does not mean paid. Yeah. That's why there's paid sponsorship and then yes. there's just sponsored. sponsored so and that's a big question that I get is it's it is frustrating because I will say this. There have been times where I'm posting something for a company and Instagram does try because it picks up on the fact that you're with that company yeah, it'll, and it'll say, is this, this a paid post? Yes. And the hard part about that is I think what happens is if Instagram thinks that it is paid, then they will shadow ban mm-hmm. that particular um, post which is frustrating. Yeah, Instagram's algorithm is a bitch. It's a bitch. I will say that. And I very and and it is harder and harder now, but you can still find ways they to make it work. To shadow ban. But know. I will say this, they love to shadow ban if if they think that you're getting paid on a post mm-hmm. and you're just posting it as like let's say you're doing a giveaway. Let's say you're doing something where you're just doing a post because you like the product, da da da, da whatever. 
they will, it, it does pop up. And if you're not a paid person, then don't put it. You don't, if you're not getting paid by the company, then you don't, you don't have to put that. Mm-hmm. Your obligation is to make sure that somewhere in that post that you are including hashtag ad or hashtag sponsored. Transparency. Not, transparency. Okay. And number two, they want you to use simple and clear language as far as your disclosure. So meaning, um, You can still use terms like advertisement, ad, sponsored, but they want it very clearly visible to anyone who's engaging on the content and they want it very clearly stated. Um, Also, just honesty. I think that's a big thing. The FTC is really just there. It's kind of interesting because like looking through this, some of them, some of the things like, for example, when you're unboxing like they're even saying the verbiage on here is just to even say that you're affiliated with them or that you are I'm unboxing this like thank you for the gift like it's very much like they they realize that social media you need to be social and you kind of have to you want to work in the products or the things so it's authentic to you and it's not just like oh I just got a free gift like they realize that and it's mm-hmm. interesting because for they leave some room here for you as the influencer to really just show your authenticity with with whatever the product or the brand is. And I think the overarching thing is that they're actually protecting consumers. Correct. By making sure that there is a level of transparency. Yes. Um, And I think that's why it also goes back to it's important who you align yourself with. Because even if it is a paid sponsorship or just a sponsorship, I don't put my name behind something that I didn't spend my own money on before I even affiliated with the companies. I love that model. Um. Because I can sit there and be very honest with you and say, all right, I'm a Barco ambassador, but I was buying Grey's Anatomy scrubs before I was a Barco ambassador, before I even had this Hey Samantha Instagram All we ever wore. That's all we ever wore. So I've had Grey's Anatomy scrubs from Barco since before I even started this account. You were the one who got me hooked up with Barco. Yeah, I sure did, girl. She was actually, you know what's funny? Okay, let's drop this story. Yeah. I didn't even know that Grey's Anatomy was with Barco. Yeah, I had no idea. Grey's Anatomy. I just loved Grey's Anatomy. That was started. Tips from Tori. Yes. Tits from Tori. Tits from Tori. That's what I used to call her <laughs> when she started her Tits account because I'm immature. Um, yeah. Sam was the one that was like, hey, like, I have a friend that works at Barco. You love Grey's Anatomy And scrubs. I loved Grey's Anatomy Scrubs. And she was like, yeah, do you want me to get you hooked up? And that's when I got hooked up with Chris. Yeah. And we and just here started, we are. Yeah, and here we are. And then Tori, like, and Chris used to hound me and be like, you need to start it. Yeah. And, and then I was like, I was like why do I want to be on social this? media? I don't want people all up in my grill. Yeah. And here I am. Here we go. But so that's a company that you have been a consumer from well before your relationship with them. 2012, baby. Same as me. The other two companies that I am affiliated with is Kind of Fit, Kind of Fat Apparel. That's a like athletic powerlifting world, but they do Strongman. They sponsor Strongman. And again, I was buying their products before I became one of their athletes, one of their powerlifting athletes. Right. So I can proudly say that. I have a ton of clothes from them that is part of my sponsorship with Mm -hmm. them as an athlete. But I have a fair amount of clothes that I spent my own money on because I was a consumer first and I loved them so much. So then to work with them was a dream. I'm also in a sponsored athlete for Notorious Lift deadlift slippers. And I bought at least like four pairs on my own. And they just actually launched their athlete program this month. So I've been a longtime consumer of them. And I love them because they donate like portion of all their shoes to different charities every month they choose a different they just did breast cancer they did ovarian cancer they've done all sorts of things so I can sit there and say 
I have worked with three companies, but they are all three companies that I, one, was a consumer of with my own money before I ever had a relationship with them. And so when I'm recommending to people or saying, hey, this shirt, this shoe, this scrub, it's because I like the product. So I have no problem promoting it because I believe in the company, I believe in the brand, and I believe in the quality of the product that I'm recommending. And that's why you can't just be a yes man to everything that comes your way. Because I think it's kind of sketch and shady if you're promoting products that you wouldn't even spend your own money on, but you're just doing it for a simple payday. We don't need you in this space then. Yeah, and it's annoying. Be real. I mean, we're all annoyed. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, we got to feed. We want to buy Christmas gifts, have a little extra money. Who doesn't? I, I get it. But at the end of the day, if people are going to follow you, it's because they want real authenticity. Yes. And I think it is interesting because obviously I think we hold a lot of weight in in that space, you guys, in the social media space as healthcare providers, whether you're a nurse, an RT, you're a doctor, you're a PA, you're an OT, whatever. We hold a lot of weight. And I think we really need to set the standard for ourselves as providing the most quality the things that you really believe in, Mm -hmm. being able to back it 100%. Like, take the classy route. I personally... It's a marathon, not a sprint. It is a marathon. And you want to... You really, really... You know, I've thought very hard on this particular episode because I really strongly so believe in it. Like, I have turned down a lot of things purposely because I just think it's just... It's obnoxious. I don't want to bombard you guys. And the thing is, it's a balance, right? Like, I do like the idea of being able to compensate myself for all of this, these things that I'm producing. So of course, there's going to be an element of that. But I've really tried to strategize. And as you guys know, it's not no secret here. Like, for example, we're launching merch, you know, I am, you know, figuring out ways to monetize more in the way of blogging, trying to figure out how to, you know, hear on and talking but about things. About but I, yes. And I want to be very honest with you guys, but that is, it is a piece as a content creator when you're truly in this to be a content creator. So then the other thing too, is that money that I make goes directly back into my business. Yes. Like the money that I make that you, and, and trust me, it's not, I mean, I don't make a lot, but it's, it's, it helps me compensate. But it's helps to you get this podcast Produce this podcast. Yes. Correct. Because the amount of hours that I have to do this, you know, in order to whatever, make graphics, um, create all of these, you know, the equipment it took just to get equipment. this podcast started. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the, and you know, there's monthly subscriptions, like you guys, there's a lot that goes into it. And so the money that I'm making goes directly back into to my business. And so that's another aspect of it that I think is like the other thing too uh, that you and I've talked about is like growing with these companies. So I think the expectation that you come in and you make money right away, right away is like that annoys me. Yeah. That that assumption that you've been with a company and you just have a following and you should be uh, paid right away is is th- that is not how it works. You grow with a company, you work with them. And it's interesting, like, for example, you can start as someone that gets free product. And then you're like, Oh, my gosh, I love this. And then you work with them for longer. And then you say, Hey, like, can I help you do this on this campaign? And, you know, when you show investment into the company, and it's a mutual respect on, you know, what you guys want to do together, and you're growing together, and then it grows into an affiliate, and then you grow into um, eventually a paid partner, like that is how it goes. Like it's, and it's that's very you much your earning work. your stripes. Yes. So I think that's kind of the mindset if you're, and, and that comes down to picking quality companies. If you really want to be with someone and you really want to work with them, you kind of have to prove it. You need to, like, I put down my 
I, I put down my ego often when I want to work with a company. And I just basically say, like, these are the things I can offer you. This is why I want to do it. And I, this is why I believe in it. And I still think, and again, a lot of people listening are, why are you doing that? Or, But I think it's important. I think it's important for healthcare providers to be in this space. And I want you here. And I want, this is kind of like the fast track of all these things that I've learned over the past, what, three years now. I'm like, I really want people in this space. Well, I think that's important. why you have the podcast because you Correct. showcase so many people in the healthcare space from all different pr- professions. You've had PAs, you've had MDs, you've had fellow nurses, you've had a musical therapist. Yeah, Brie. Um, yeah, we had a lot. Had we had PA, NNP, so many different surgeons, spinal surgeons, you flight nurses, emergency, you know, we're that's and I love that. And so it is interesting, though, it's kind of this morphing of trying to figure out how to monetize it. And I personally really do like the the roads less traveled. And I think that's another thing to speak to you guys about really quick. Um, when we came into this space in 2017, 2018, um, the FIGS ambassadorship was already saturated. Yes. There was a lot I didn't of people. come into the space till 2019. And I want to say that in the sense of I like being in my little lane. I don't want to be I you know, I think that's another thing is really learning what is your lane and stay in it. Mm-hmm. And really focus on that. Put your blinders on. Don't Make look it around. A pretty lane. I like the pretty Adopt lane. a highway, clean yes. that trash up off the road. Make your lane I shine, love that girl. Lane. That's my lane. Yeah. I want to live in that lane and I it's it's just I think really all this coming back down to what is your brand yeah and sticking to that and what do you want to bring to the world although everything we talk about we're like falls back to this point and then it falls back to choose your companies wisely especially if you're following the fair trade act yeah and you have to disclose these things and if you're going to be honest and transparent choose carefully who you want to work with and then that falls back to what is your brand yeah boom we just tied all this shit together oh hey a pretty little bow i have one last thing um this one was do you have to disclose sorry it's the the last thing for the ftc do you have to disclose gifts or free products the bottom line is yes you guys a lot of people assume that if no money is exchanging in hands. It doesn't qualify as a partnership or sponsored Instagram post. That assumption is incorrect. According to the FTC, a business gives you, if if a business gives you free product with the expectation that you're going to promote it or discuss it, you have to disclose that. Because free advertising. Correct. So I... You know, I love you guys. And I think this was such a fun one. I've been wanting to talk about this for a long time. And I know, like, there's, I just feel so strongly about this. It's that too I much think... for stories. Because I feel like you've, yes. you've spoken on it before, but it's too much. It's so much. And I get it. Like, there's probably a lot of things in here that I didn't come, this I could didn't have been a lot longer, but we got to cut ourselves off at some point. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like we really highlighted yes. some important information that is not well known at all, even it's by not. people who are considered to be bloggers or micro influencers. Yeah. And I think that, that it, people are getting cracked down on, regardless of what it is. And the last thing I also want to speak on, and we forgot, this was kind of back to Instagram posts and blogging and things like that. I really feel like if you want to get into the blog world or Instagramming, um, you really need to be creating your own content. And where I'm going with this is I see also a trend where a lot of nurses are posting things from quote, Google. Yeah. 
And there are pictures of whether it's patients or it's, you know, they're using pictures from Google. And to me, it's funny because I've two thoughts come to my mind. The first thought is, first of all, you are essentially stealing a picture yeah, from a website that, that's not yours. And that's either copyright infringement or you're, you're, that's, that's the first thing. The second thing is. Unoriginal. Thank you. <laughs> it's unoriginal. Other. Like yeah. it's, it doesn't, if you want to get into the space, into a creative space, be creative. Yes. And figure out how to get a picture across with it. Like that's the point of this is like, you know, I have done, I have on my blog, you guys will see, like, I don't, I don't use other people's pictures. Mm-hmm. I use mine. And my pictures. I create my own content. You need to create your own content. And have I used pictures from Google? I, yep, I I did. And you know what? I'm not doing that anymore. And they've all come down. Yeah. Not doing that anymore. You've That's grown. not the model. And I think if you are really wanting to be in that space is to really be mindful of like, how am I going to do this? How create? I mean, my, my brain always goes back to Lisa, mommy labor nurse, who's she's freaking killing it. Yeah. And, you know, Good she she just makes all this great content and makes it fun and relatable. And, and it's not over the top. Like her pictures are very simple to the point, but they're great. Um trauma you know it's interesting looking around i mean there are a lot of different accounts who do use information or do use pictures from other accounts and in a creative way to do that what i have seen is for example some of the the bloggers that the nikki bloggers will team up with a mom and post one of her pictures to get that i was just gonna say i like that i like that if you're coming into this space play nice yeah give credit where credit's due yes and if you are kind of in a similar space to someone, partner with them. Do you remember when we were first starting and we started um, our little like side hustle and we've we've created content together, Mm -hmm. our ebook and Mm -hmm. some report sheets and stuff. Yeah. And we had our like account and someone like totally knocked it off. Yeah. And we had, we had two girls. We had to go back and forth with them a little bit. Yeah. And be like, you literally stole like our branding and our slogan. And it was like, no, ours is one word different. It's like the vanilla ice, like the dun, 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 dun. And he's like, no, 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 mine's different. It has the, and you're like, listen, vanilla ice, you stole that shit. Um, play right. nice. Yeah. But how different would it be if someone was coming up and saying, oh my gosh, I love that you and Tori collaborate together as nurses and you're also friends and that you guys are creating this community. My friend and I want to do the same thing. Like, can we collaborate yeah. with you guys? We'd be like, totally. yeah, let's hear about it. Maybe it's not the right move for us, but like we're open to hearing about yeah. it. Play nice. Play nice. Don't just like mm-hmm. swipe or don't swipe. Yeah. And I think that's also, you know, I mean, that's just kind of a difference between Instagram, I think, is just something where just assume if you're going to be using hashtags, if you're going to be in the space of medical blogging, someone's going to see it and you're going to get caught there. So play nice and build relationships. And be, yes. It's that's better to be friends with people. That's the point. Than to not be. So yes. build relationships with people because Correct. you guys can build mutually beneficial friendships and relationships and I've met so many cool people in this space yeah but I play nice yeah and we I mean I do love and I I think this is kind of all you know back to um just really knowing what you want in this space and going for it and I'm a big fan for go for it and learn and shift and figure out you know what it is and but just really stay true to who you are you're the one who pushes me in that sense where sometimes I get like hesitant or I kind of 
I start to push forward with my account and then I like pull back because stuff going on in my life and you're the one that's like go girl go yeah yeah I love it and I think that's I mean I have this like weird sick obsessiveness with it where I'm like I I think that I really enjoy this space I love the social media space I love podcast I love podcasting probably the most but podcasting is the best this is the best um and longevity wise this is just I don't know it is crazy too. like learning about the platforms I will say this the podcasting is so interesting to me because the reach is very different so different very different kind of thing like I I'm shocked by the amount of of things it's just great and I love it and I think this space is for me and I like you know why because I like talking and I'm interested in people and da 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 and if you want to start a podcast do it I'm looking at you I know Um, but bottom line um, wrapping all this up you guys is just stay true to your healthcare brand who are you what do you want to bring to this? And you can be ratchet like Sam. I am or so glittery ratchet. like me. That's fine. But she is so true to who she is. I'm so true to who I am. And I want that. Literally who I am on Instagram is who I am in real life. It is very like, true. There is no you faking it. it on No there. faking it. No filter. And I love that. And I think that's that. I think very I'm very here for those moments where you just stick to who you are and be true to yourself. Stick to your brand and be very careful about who you are partner with yes clearly this week has taught us a lot of that yay we did it (laughs) i'm hungry all right you guys thank you so much for listening the per per usual per usual yes subscribe 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 rate and review you guys first of all this is samantha's episode so like definitely let her know what's up i love when tori sends me the reviews she gets for the episodes i'm on it like yeah it's my little heart she'll I like do. screenshot and be like look at what this person said so your sassy mouth and then she has far. me back as a guest and i love being a guest on her podcast so please well, technically you're like co-hosting with this me. one is like yeah i'm kind of like you know <laughs> pretty next level okay, on this okay. one and follow me if you don't I mean, Follow Samantha. I'm trying to get on the varsity team, you guys. <laughs> hey, Samantha with two A's. Follow Sam. Uh, drop her a DM. And also leave us a review. Let us know what you guys thought. I want to hear your thoughts. I love hearing what you have to say uh, over in the reviews. And thank you so much for taking the time to do that. If you guys do, I will be sending over some super cute stickers and our selfie badge reel featuring Selena. Our selfie icon. So cute. Head over to tipsfromtory.com to check out all of our episodes featured there. Um, and then also we did do a collab with Brave Gowns. So we have a mask, a white, black, and pink one. If you guys want to head over, check the link in our bio on our Instagram. That's at C-E-L-L-F-I-E underscore podcast. And we're going to be wearing your mask. So yeah, yes. get one. Get your mask, you guys. Come on now. This is not going anywhere anytime soon. They're $12 made here in the U.S. Fabulous. And thank you so much, you guys, for listening. Love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. <laughs>